When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, Dave here. We are getting ready to get into The Phantom Menace. This is episode one, directed by Frank Lucas. Guys, this is the movie that started it all. <laughs> Who's Frank? <laughs> right? No? Is that wrong? Frank no, no. Lucas? <laughs> Isn't this the movie? Oh, no. This, oh, I thought it was oh. episode one. Oh, no. So which movie came out oh, first? Yeah, so this... I know, it's so confusing. What <laughs> is going on? <laughs> You guys had no idea I was doing a bit there. This is great. Oh, I love it. So, yes. Okay. I, now we're catching on. Um, yeah. When? I don't know. This is episode one, but it came. the other Star Wars came out beforehand. Everybody's shaking here. <laughs> oh, man. George Lucas. Right? Yes. We did episode four first, guys, and this was a part of the long plan to yes. do episodes one, two, and three yes. much, much later. Absolutely. <laughs> He uh, always, uh, according to every, you know, everyone, oh, he had this plan from the get-go. No, he no, did No, he did not. Not at all, Ben. Uh, we are also joined by our very special guest who has now finally composed himself, uh, <laughs> Matt Secord, our Star Wars special guest. Yo, yo, yo. And Lucasfilm special <laughs> yes, guest. Yes, Lucasfilm. Well, it's funny you should say that because when I was just watching the Spielberg do- <laughs> I hate you so much. I was just watching the Spielberg documentary on HBO, just going through Spielberg's life and his movies and everything. And he used to hang out with these all the '70s directors. Right. They used to all hang out together: George Lucas, Spielberg, Francis Ford Coppola, Coppola yeah. uh, Martin Scorsese, and yeah. Brian, Brian De Palma. Yep. Lucas showed them all like an unedited copy of Star Wars before it came out. Like there was no special effects added or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, they were kind of competitive and they wanted to, you know, impress each other with their movies. And so he showed them a copy and they all went to like a diner afterwards and were just talking about it. And Brian Tapalma just kind of went off. He's like, who are these people? Like what, what is going on? Like why, why is the galaxy in the state? And then Uh he brought up, why don't you have something in the beginning that you know shows you what's actually going on, the like crawl. something text? So the text actually came from Brian De Palma, oh, the director of Scarface and the first Mission Impossible possible movie. Um, so yeah, I thought that search. was interesting. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, the crawl in this movie is not that interesting. Probably the worst, yeah, I know. worst crawl of any Star Wars movie. <laughs> what? There's a trade dispute yeah. right away. I don't care, right? Yes. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's it's I'm not so here. <laughs> even the crawl is boring. <laughs> boring in uh, the Phantom Menace cuz the so the original I believe it had episode 4 but it didn't have a new hope. I don't think a new hope showed up until Sometime I thought it just later. Said Star Wars. It just said Star Wars nothing about episodes. Oh, it didn't even say out. episodes. Nothing. Okay. This is well that just I mean there was clearly no plan here. Yeah, I mean, I mean this was a, right. a standalone he movie had to fight at first. To make that first movie all together, <laughs> right? right. Uh, and actually, so I've heard one criticism I came across recently, which I think I heard before, is that the, the A New Hope was a total disaster until Lucas's wife went in and edited the film really? to what we now know. Yeah, yeah so man, it's just crazy what like certain things fall into place to actually make something that's like part of history now like happen. Yeah, I mean, I will always. Uh, praise Lucas for his his grand vision, vision, his like broad, you know, big ideas, his thoughts, bringing that universe alive. But a lot of the stuff in the execution is is really wanting for more. Yes. And as things got more and more successful, there was less of the Brian De Palmas that would come in and say, "This makes no sense. You need to do something here." By that point, he's yeah. not going to listen. Right? right, exactly. Like at that point when Brian De Palma said that, like there were nobodies still, you know, essentially, you know, mm-hmm. not the, you know, uh, people they are now. You know, you can't, you can't just go in and tell that person that. Right. And then it was that this idea that uh, Lucas wasn't ready to make any sequels until he felt that CGI was ready or at the level, uh, at a, you know, good enough level for him to make what he wanted to make, which I say that's just a terrible way to look at it. Right. You, uh, yeah, it I, didn't stop you from making it was an excuse. The ones you made, yeah. yeah. What you're not concerned about the story, right? Apparently not. Because before Phantom Menace came out, he ruined 
Yeah, the, the the original ones with some of his CGI, yeah, right? Exactly. It's yeah. like, oh, let's let's put extra scenes in here and all that. Although um, I do like the victory celebration at the end of Jedi. I have to no, say, no, it ruined the whole uh, song from the Ewoks. I the song I maybe, but uh, I mean, there are certain aspects. I think Empire has the best. Uh, well, Empire because it's the most subtle. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it. little. They didn't have to ruin things that here movie. and there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in, in A New Hope, there was a few things. I think there. A New the Hope. Scene. I think The New Hope oh, was yeah. the most. Uh, most changed. And it's yeah, so jarring scene. too mm-hmm. the way that, that some of the transitions were. Yeah, but uh, you let's know, get into Phantom. All then. that aside, yeah. <laughs> are you a fan of Star Wars, Matt? Just a little, just a tiny bit. Yeah, we I just mean, we just recorded our top five secondary characters. What was you going to say? I was going to say I'm so much of a fan of Star Wars, I don't have time for Marvel, which you guys give me a hard time about. <laughs> That's true. That Definitely. is true. Um, so yeah, Phantom Menace. This is the first one uh, George Lucas directed since A New Hope, uh, 1977, and then 1999. Right. Yeah, because he handed this. the, the reins to uh, oh, what's the guy's name for? Uh, um, Strikes Back. Uh, Irving Kirshner. Kirshner, yeah. Yep. And then uh, who was? McCu- uh, Christopher something. Um, God, I shouldn't have even said anything. I know. I hate when you do this. And then <laughs> I, I have to IMDB it. And we have to be prepared. We have to be professional. Do you know who directed uh, Return of the Jedi, Matt? I can't believe I couldn't think of Irving Kirshner. Oh, my goodness. It's something. Something Quaid or something like yes, that? Yes, yes. Uh, definitely something. Yeah, Lord, Lord Farquaad. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I worked with that guy. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy. And... Another thing, this is totally not movie related, um, more just time related. Um, Richard McQuand, yeah. Richard Marquand. Oh, right. See, I was close. That guy. Yeah, you were. Actually, that was good. <laughs> we um, know all of his. Well, Lord Farquaad is maybe better. So this movie came out, yeah. <laughs> this movie came out 22 years after A New Hope did. So right. 22 years after A New Hope. You think of now, a movie 22 years ago came out in 1996. So Fargo. That would be Fargo. So Fargo came out 22 years ago, which doesn't seem as long as 1977 and 1999. Seems like amazing difference. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I don't know if it's just because of technology, how much technology has improved, how we, you know, perceive time, or just the older you get, you perceive time different. I don't know, but it's just interesting to me that something like that is, you know, because when a new hope when Phantom Menace came out, I was like, man, Star Wars was just like. Forever a lifetime ago, ago right? yeah. yeah. Well, because neither one of us were alive when yeah, that's the first true. Star Wars came out. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy to think, yeah, like you said, the way the technology changed, and Lucas went all in on technology. He basically forgot everything he did before. Right, yeah. And, and at least what we get in here, I mean, I, I don't want to be super, super critical on this movie, though it's really hard to avoid because <laughs> expectations are so high. And oh, then, yeah. you know, the movie made over a billion dollars back in the late 90s. So, you know, I guess Lucas would just say, well, how many, you know, crappy billion-dollar movies have you made? And then there's really no answer to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I skipped out of school that day, picked up my friend from his high yeah. school. I saw it twice the day it came out, and I was all excited yeah. to see it. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I saw it twice that yeah. first yeah, I day. Saw, yeah. I, I saw it in the theater. I think I saw it three times that opening weekend. I don't think I saw it twice in the same day. Um, and I, all I remember is in 1999, I was super excited after seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Like... It didn't bother me as much as it does today. Right. It didn't, it didn't hold up. It certainly didn't have the same taste that we have now. Right. You know, that, and and I, I'm trying to think, too. I, mean, was I, I don't know that I was even busting out loving it. I know I was really excited to see it because, obviously, we've, I'm just like you guys. I've seen the original trilogy millions and millions of times. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You kind of left with, I don't know what, this, what I just saw was, but I'm, I guess it's good to get back into that universe. Right, exactly. Um, I, I mean, my situation is a little different than you guys i'm a little little bit younger uh i was 10 when this came out so i i loved this movie when it first came out it's not until when i got a little older when i started to realize the flaws in it <laughs> yeah and there are plenty and there are plenty flaws i um, mean just like right off the bat like we said we, there's a trade blockade on naboo what the yeah. heck does that mean? Why do I care? And Luke, yeah, and Lucas is always focused on how this this movies these movies are kid they're for kids. And it's like are kids going to be interested in trade disputes and blockades no. and all that? I know Not that's so a much. great point, yeah. right? Because that's what it, that seems to be like his fallback excuse. Oh, they're just popcorn movies. They're just ser- like old serials, like Buck Rogers. Okay, fine, yeah. And then you're gonna the, the part for the adults is supposedly like maybe is the 
complicated politics, but it's not even all that complicated. It's just kind of silly. Right. We get these the Trade Federation Viceroy or whatever who oh. just have this blatantly Japanese <laughs> yeah, accent. Yeah, so bad. Strange-looking <laughs> creatures that talk silly. Right. It's over the top. It just doesn't work. Yeah. They were... I think they should have been subtitled with some alien language. <laughs> then it would have been. Yeah. I, I really do. I think we would have loved those characters if they were subtitled with some random like Java language or whatever. Well, I, think, it, I think we would have enjoyed them more. Yeah, and you, you yeah, you would, and you would have also bit right away been put in realizing. In Star Wars. Yeah, you're put in Star Wars, realizing this is just something so you know. Right. This is foreign like old, to us. Old China trades in the. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like it shouldn't make it shouldn't feel like Earth. It shouldn't feel like real life accents or anything like so that. So you wouldn't have wanted instead of the them to be those CGI creatures, just have them be people. Well, they were no, no, no. they were they were puppets. Be, be those in costume. Oh, yeah, they? be yeah. those costume characters. But yet, why talk like these? Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> just awful. A Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They're coming to the ventilation. They're coming to the blast door. Oh my god! That, that was amazing, though. That's right at the beginning of the movie when you got to see lightsabers and what they really can do. Not yeah. just these boring fights that they did right. in the old movies. That was a nice when step they up. went through the door and yeah. everything and melting the door. Yeah, it's true. It, it like, was the first time we got to see lightsabers. Yeah, they really do more than just boring yeah. old martial arts. Definitely, yeah. They show you the capabilities of what the lightsabers actually do. Like you said, um, we get a first look at Qui Gon Jinn and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Which everyone was excited to see Obi Wan. We had no idea anything about Qui Gon. Yeah, and I, I love Qui Gon Jinn. He's one of my favorite characters. Now that I'm thinking of this, when do they actually? I mean, obviously we know as the audience it's Obi Wan, but when does he say Obi Wan to him in I think that scene? Fairly early. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering like when does he actually say that's Obi Wan? But I, I like Ewan McGregor, and I like um, Obi Wan in the other two movies, and I don't know. He looks a little kind of like weird looking in this film. I think I don't know if he really works completely in this film. Yeah, this, I mean, he definitely got better as the movies went on, I yeah. think. With uh, the beard and just his general right. like cockiness. He's sort of, he's very awkward. And, you know, maybe this is a part of the filmmaking because what we ended up learning is a, a lot of this was just these guys talking in blue and green screen sets right. with yeah. nothing going on. And that's really hard to do. Right. And Liam Neeson, I think, does the best job of all. But even that's not that great, you know, right. he's such right. a good actor. Well, that's when you go back and watch this movie now. The CGI was cutting edge then. It's crap now. Yeah, yeah, I know. When we watch it. It's just like you're just you know you're looking at CGI. Yeah. There's no tricking you now. There's some I, parts that hold up yeah. uh, when like the when the lighting is a bit darker, but like some of the outdoor scenes oh, yeah. look terrible, really bad. Yeah. yeah, especially when they first land on Naboo with all those ships and stuff. It's just in that grass. It's just like wow, that yeah. looks terrible. But one one you know speaking of CGI, the one. I actually do like the underwater stuff. Yeah, a I like, lot. That, like too. that looks really good. That like, was a nice scene when they go in there and you get the music. Yeah, yeah. when they're swimming and also yeah. when they're on the bongo okay, or whatever. Why, how in the why do Jedi magically just have these breathing <laughs> things no, in their pocket? You, 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 you never know. know. <laughs> you never know. I know, yeah. right? And then speaking of that, just oh, one more thing: they can't. Why don't they wear robes that fit them? Like, oh, yeah. they're like two sizes too big. <laughs> this is like yeah. sensical. <laughs> yeah. Um, so get rid of the robe, and I think they did as it as, by I think Attack of the Clones. Obi Wan wasn't wearing the robe. Nobody was wearing the robe anymore. Now I do want to do a little analysis. You know, this is an analysis episode. So, so what was this trade dispute actually? Can is any of you able to actually explain what the dispute was? Did they actually explain it? They haven't. Well, I think well the Trade Federation has some sort of a that they have a franchise which allows them to help set policy and enforce yeah. that policy. And for whatever reason, I think there was a tax placed upon Naboo that they refused to pay. Oh, okay. And then it was enforced It was enforced militarily by a blockade. And so the, they basically, like... Stopped they imposed, them from trading. They were North Korea. Right. Mm. They're like, yeah. And, now, and North Korea's like, so no, we don't want to pay this tax. Sanctions. We think it's unjust. And then they blockaded yeah. them. Gotcha. Okay. And I believe that's what's going on here. Makes which sense. Is, it was totally... It's not justifiable, right? But yeah. it was all a plan. Of yeah, change. I mean, obviously, it's right. sidious in the background, but right? He was trying to force himself to become chancellor, right? right. But the just uh, legal justification was, I believe, Naboo was not paying a tax, a legal tax. Okay, I think, yeah. Which you know, a kid would easily understand that. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. right up their alley. Yeah, definitely. As soon as Jar Jar showed up, it was over. <laughs> oh my god! So, do we want to talk about Jar Jar? You know, talk about Jar Jar now. Um, Me 
worst, I think. <laughs> it's the worst. It's just the worst ever. It's this it is makes no it was, sense. Like, was, I mean, he is he is the Dark Lord of the Sith. Yeah, yeah that's true. He is, you know, he, anyway. he is Snoke. Jar Jar is Snoke. Is, is this um, a theory? Oh, I, I think go on YouTube, you'll see. Yeah, but anyways, it's there's actually I, I was a, making a joke. There's actually a video where you know they're kind of tongue in cheek about it, but they're actually make it's, some points it's where it's pretty like pretty convincing. Oh, that's, that's interesting. I mean, obviously you don't believe it at all, but <laughs> I mean the whole thing with the drunk, it's entertaining. the drunken fight and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny because. It, I mean, you can find evidence for anything, you know, and it, that's what makes me worried is that, you know, you can start believing all these crazy things <laughs> right? based on some plausible evidence. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, just... Who's so telling like... Lucas, this guy sucks? Like, there's no, come on. I mean, it's well, so I think obvious. He, I think he understood it because the next two movies he's barely in. And if you see interviews of Lucas before Phantom Menace came out, he was saying that Jar Jar was going to be this major character. Yeah, he was like, like Jar Jar the key. is the key yeah. to all of this. He actually said those exact, those exact words. words. That's in the uh, Jar Jar is the Dark Sith yeah. Lord on YouTube. That's they show like, that quote. It's from the behind the scenes oh. from Phantom Menace. Oh, um, that's hilarious. Yeah, and then he I know that he then then acknowledges that many people hated him. Right, but, but how do you not understand that people are going to hate him? The one thing is, kids love him. Ben loved really? him. Well, I, I mean, I enjoyed him. Um, but your sons, yeah, my sons, they love him. Um, yeah, it's that, so in that regard, Lucas was right that it you know it is for kids. So in yeah, what, I could see why kids would like them. But, in what way would he be the key to the story? Uh, oh, he doesn't. I don't say. know. He doesn't. Yeah. Ever says, <laughs> he don't just think says he Jar Jar. He says a lot of stupid Jar Jar's the key to all. He was just trying to make him sound better. Well, there's even one one part one part in like the behind the scenes of Phantom Menace, and they're all like watching it, and they're like talking about editing, and there's like he's like something just doesn't fit right here, and you just got the guys around him, just like yeah, yeah, something isn't right, <laughs> like and they don't, like, they yeah, just, like the whole thing, like all the garbage. But I mean, to to your point, like yeah, once you're you know to this point in your career, like no one's gonna and you're this powerful, really, uh, no one's gonna tell you otherwise. Um, Ugh. Yeah, it's terrible. crazy. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I um, mean, and then w- there's no... We're still not connecting, other than that we know this one character's name is Obi-Wan, who is a totally different looking actor. There's no connection to the movies that we know. Yeah. Still, uh, there's uh, nothing there. Until they're finally escaping Naboo, and then you... Uh, you know, you R- get R2-D2. R2 so you meet R2, and he which, saves the day, which yes. is great. I... I I actually I, like I enjoy the his little origin story how he was introduced and how he got you know put into R2? oh yeah. I loved it yeah, yeah I thought that was a great concept C three PO is on the other hand I don't agree that he should have been actually built by Anakin himself that so, kind of seems silly that never to bothered me. me that wouldn't bother me either I don't know why why does that bother you I like their whole <sighs> I liked everything about R two and C three PO. That's again. It's it's goes along the lines of just shrinking the universe. Like everyone has to be, you know, oh, connected, connected in yeah. some way. And it's just like, eh, it's it still to this day doesn't. I mean, maybe it worked for me when I was a kid, but it doesn't work for me now. Okay, um, that's fair enough. Um, but uh, so yeah, even in that Gungan land, Boss Nass got got to talk about the Boss. <laughs> 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 it was a bombad. It's like. Misa gonna like uh, a dish. Yeah, this. Uh, yeah, one's Japan, then we're in Jamaica underwater. Yeah, exactly. Like, or something. Why so is silly. it so stupid? I don't I just know. Can't, I can't. There's, where's the quality control here? I mean, honestly, I mean, you saw go to the planet core. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the story, the story would be more tolerable again if it was again the execution of what the characters did and the acting, everything like that. Uh, the story wouldn't have been as like we would. I don't think we'd be saying as much as like, oh, they're talking about trade federation and all that. I think it, well, a lot of his execution. Yeah, I mean, how about some of the action? He's talking about going through the planet core. How many times are we going to see a fish eat a smaller fish? Yeah, I know. And chase the pod <laughs> to the water, like oh, right. This is like beyond yeah. getting old. Again, that again, that was one of the parts that looked great. But just yeah, showing it's just it off. like yeah, you're just there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> but then they did it like they did that whole sequence like just like a minute later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for Lucas to under to appreciate that he understands special effects, he seemed to not care that this his own movie was going to become right. completely outdated. 
You know, we we talked about um, two thousand one. Matt, I would recommend you listen to that to that show. Yeah, listen to that show. Uh, okay, <laughs> Hell Nine Thousand. But that's a movie made in nineteen sixty eight that looks amazing in two thousand eighteen. I mean, it looks as good as almost anything out in the theaters now. In some ways, he made a timeless movie. Lucas just like did the complete opposite. I mean, that right. movie looks like the late nineties. It will always look like the late '90s, and it's you know that's it. It's pigeonholed into that point in time, and it, it can never. Only by people like us, I think, to just grow to appreciate it. Other than that, it's just going to be that thing that 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 Phantom Menace right. disappointment, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's just it's disappointing for a guy who did such a great job with practical effects. Right, you know, back yeah, then. The, the practical effects in Phantom Menace were horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. they spent all the money on CGI and forgot about the practical effects. Mm-hmm. Like the whole scene after the Proud Race when they win, and you see these. Whoops! I keep hitting this microphone. <laughs> and you see the people cheering and stuff, yeah. and they got these foam hands on and everything. Yeah. And it's just like they forgot about the characters. Yeah, and they're doing like <laughs> they're the, the announcers are doing like the dance, almost like oh, the yeah. Cabbage Patch. <laughs> You're just doing such stupid stuff, man. Like. This yeah. whatever they're doing a dance that's going to be popular for like a year, and then no, everyone's going to everyone from then on into the end of time is going to say that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is, is there? I mean, honestly, is there is there anything uh, cringeworthy off the top of your head in the original trilogy? Um, I mean, like Luke being whiny. Yeah. I was doing the tossing station to get some power converters. Um, other than that, I mean, I, for me, there's really not Maybe too much cheese. Maybe some emperor stuff, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but yeah. I can't think of cheese. There's not uh, much. I mean, there's cheese when Ewoks. He, yeah, uh, well, I like the Ewoks, but there was cheese. <laughs> Sorry, well, I, well, I do the, too, but I could see the argument. Right, that's right. So, yeah. But the cheese was like the stuff he added in 1997 to me. The whole new the song in Jabba's palace and all oh, that stuff, yeah. Unite, or whatever Ugh. that thing that said, like it just Terrible. got really cheesy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's that was cheese. Oh, the one is in the beginning that I thought was a special edition about the the frog thing that gets the thing and then burns. Oh, he's always oh, done yeah. that. That's yeah. I, that I thought it was. Yeah. I, I, it was cheese. I was just wrong. I mean, so I think that qualifies as original okay. cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's he, original cheese. And we yeah. get we get fart jokes yeah. in this one. Yeah, they got the the big weird camel thing, camel yeah. thing farting at Jar Jar. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's oh, a stinky yeah. or whatever he says. <laughs> oh, pee, oh, panda poodle, the poodle. Oh, messy begs the force. <laughs> so, oh my god, just but like, there are good parts of this movie. Right? There are redeeming qualities. <laughs> okay, uh, we, we haven't gotten to any of them we, yet. Uh, yeah, exactly. Looking through my list, uh, we see <laughs> yeah. we see R two D two is definitely one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Darth Sidious stuff. You see him yeah, in the, the background whole, the of the Trade Federation. Yeah. Um, Just all seems to work out. All according, yeah, to all according to plan. It's so funny. Um, as I was left thinking of this by the end of the movie. Okay, gee, uh, the guy who's uh, telling you all this stuff, voting for no confidence, all this stuff, just happens to be the guy that benefits from all of this. <laughs> it never ever occurs to us to think that. Wow, what this is really coincidental, you know. Wow. Man, he gets more and more powerful. That and, uh, that guy in the cloak is really helping this guy out in a way. What is what is up with that? Um It took a long time for them to you know, it's like how do you not immediately think of him as right. like, the guy that's doing that? I don't know, it's, <laughs> it's a little just, crazy. It what, does give, make a question though, what exactly is he doing with the force? Um Palpatine. Who, Palpatine? Yeah, as he's uh, is he is he doing like mind tricks through? Is it like is like a force power that's influenced? I, I, I don't. I just I never really I thought did. of him using the force that much to get what he wanted. Yeah, and I think that is more of a Jedi he, trick. But yeah. why wouldn't Sith use that too? Right. Um, for for nefarious yeah. purposes. I mean, I think he's just that's just the kind of person he is. He's able to you know rise in the ranks of the political game. He has to use the force in some way. I mean, why not? It's at his disposal. I mean, you would you would think though that other Sith in the past would be able would have that sort of personality to do that. He's yeah. finally the Sith that does have that personality to rise in the in the ranks and everything. I mean, we don't know, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I, I, but yeah, I never thought that he used the Force for that. I think he's just a master manipulator and was able to, you know, yeah. do what he did. Interesting. Uh, my vote's for Sith mind trick. Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> okay. Obi Wan tried to use or Obi Wan Qui Gon tried to use a 
trick on Watto yeah. and he said, your Jedi yeah. mind tricks don't work. What do you yeah. think of Watto? Uh, As a kid, I liked him. Now he's just kind of like annoying. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, slave, I, I, being a slave, <laughs> owning slaves is kind of crazy. He's not like clear. he's not so cringe <laughs> for me. But at the same time, I could do right. without him too. He's just he I, doesn't do much for me. I thought of him as a bad guy when when I was a kid and younger. And now he's not really a bad guy. He's just just kind of he's a, a businessman. He's a businessman. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't mind him as much right. this time around. Yeah. No, I can see that. Uh, his his accent is again. That's another you know. Like let's an Italian put this yeah, Italian. Yeah. So we got Japanese. Yeah. We got Italians. We got uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like oh, the one thing I hate about Last Jedi was that one dude's voice when they first get to Canto Bite. Um, oh yeah, I saw them over oh, there. Yeah. They oh, yeah. they yeah. landed yeah. like that. That's that was terrible. actually I think Justin uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh really? Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> Why? Why is there a hillbilly accent in Star Wars? Yeah, Come on! A lot of that movie hinged on uh, you know a parking violation. That was really <laughs> critical, right? It's true. They shouldn't be parked there. So what stupid. are they doing? Oh like, my what goodness. are you thinking here? Yeah. Like, I'm not. A, I'm not a screenwriter. Yeah. I'm not a director. But God, you know. Well, everything just, that mission that mission so did nothing. Stupid. Everything that totally happened yeah. would have happened regardless of what they did. Okay. Anywho, uh, uh, last Jedi go. tangent. <laughs> um, We're on like on like a critical yeah. warpath. So right they now. get they get to Tatooine. So let's talk Anakin, young yeah, Anakin. Anakin. This yeah. Jake Lloyd plays young Anakin. I know you had some thoughts about Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I mean, as the movie gets on, it gets cringier. But for some reason, I don't know if it's just this viewing or what. And it's not great in the very beginning. But the little Anakin kind of, I found him kind of charming. I didn't mind him this time around as much. And I I'm, maybe you guys disagree. It's not like he's the best child actor. It probably was. It, I don't even think it was the best choice to even have him as a child. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I kind of liked him this time around. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did yeah. not. It's, it's <laughs> like the kid had no idea what he was doing. He was. Just, yeah, I mean, he's just. just I don't know. I, no, I mean, you feel how you feel, but uh, I felt there was something there where he's just very positive, and he and you could see like maybe it's more of the interaction the I way Qui Gon was to him. Getting that out of him, maybe. Yeah. yeah so I don't maybe know. with better direction. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, there, there had to be a reason they picked this kid. The line it delivery is terrible. Yeah, it wasn't all George Lucas. You got casting people, casting experts who are there with you doing, um, you know, going through that process with you. So it's not all just George Lucas. So I just kind of liked how he was like a problem solver and like a capable little kid. He's like, all right, let's do this with the Padres. I look, I built this thing. I built C three PO. It's yeah. kind of an amazing little kid, really. On paper, yeah. Look what he did. I mean, he can and, fly fly anything. On, <laughs> exactly. On, on on paper, yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, just just the, the are you an angel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, the line delivery yeah. is just awful. Are, That's yeah. True, are yeah. you an angel? I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. <laughs> he's ten. He's, just, he's a nine year old, and ten years later, he's gonna be. Murdering nine year olds and in love <laughs> and magically uh, Natalie Portman's going to be in love with him. I mean, come on. Well, yeah. So I see he's like. I mean, have you seen Hayden Christensen? I mean, <laughs> say what you will about his acting, yeah, but he's a dreamboat. <laughs> no. What well, he's what? supposed to be like nine years old in this? How old is Amadala supposed to be? Fourteen, I think. I don't, you know, I don't even know. Bad. Yeah, I think it's nine and fourteen. So, um, and Natalie. Well, I just one last thing. Yeah, I totally get the criticism and i was there for whatever reason this viewing i, I don't know why but it didn't bother me it got more annoying as it went on mm-hmm. but the initial meetings if i actually just i maybe just my feelings of i know where the character's going so i just felt like a, a pity for the kid yeah i think that's what was going on well it's, it's actually kind of sad i guess the kid like totally gave up on acting after this because of oh, the really? backlash people he got and just people, his kids <laughs> kids bad. at school making fun of him so it's like you really? do kind of feel sorry for him yeah and, and which Lucas is, got his you know billion dollars, which is so interesting because the guy who plays Jar Jar Ahmed Best, um, he he just what? Does he, it's just so funny that you know the name. <laughs> How do you not know? The well, name? just it's in the news I, right now because it, I, uh, he just made a post of him standing on a bridge with his son, and this was the same bridge he was going to jump off of twenty years ago due to the, all of the. You know, <laughs> due to the you know his career turning in the way it did, how his career just basically was ruined after this movie. Wow! And just well, yeah, it's you well, kind of feel for these actors. He I had mean, a career. And what was well, it? I mean, he, he could was, have. Yeah, he could he have. Was, he, got this, he got this. Well, he got this <laughs> major. <laughs> and it's not his fault. He got this major role, and Lucas let him do what he did. And <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, it's the director's job right. to make sure everything. Wow. So goes even after well. that, he was able to get at least Christopher Lee to sign on. Uh, and a couple other actors. I that, well, so. I mean, 
Kaching, kaching. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's easy to get people on when you're waving, you know, that checkbook around. Not um, only did you piss off your fans, you ruined the actors that you picked right. by just, por- just directing them horribly. Yeah, he should not. He should not be a director. He's a good producer. He's a good ideas man. He's a terrible director. I mean, even I mean, writer. Uh, writer, maybe sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because Indiana Jones came from George Lucas. Yeah, I mean, writer, that's... consultant, vision. Not execution at the like right. you know scene to scene stage. Because honestly, I would have liked to have seen what he would have done with the sequels um, as like a consultant, you know. But Lucasfilm didn't want anything to do with him. <laughs> with the current one. Well, did you see that that stuff that came out that he his idea about the microscopic wills? Yeah, uh, oh, I mean, just <laughs> you know, kill me now. That's, yeah, that's your idea. <laughs> like I don't even know where I don't, this is like it's almost like just no comment right because there's I know. really nothing it's, to say there. I mean I don't know I mean it, yeah sometimes things sound well same way they sound good on paper sometimes they don't end up good uh, it might sound bad on paper where you know it might end up alright oh man what do you guys think of midichlorians yeah well, that's just, on my list <laughs> what, are you, what are your thoughts on that Matt it's co- oh, what the heck are those <laughs> like They're the or- force is just a thing like it's a living uh, it's, it's just yeah. Us, yeah. <laughs> it binds us. It's, it's an energy field, right? It's an energy, right. right? Everything we know, and now magically it's in your blood, so that's it. Like, yeah, it turns into like life's lottery, right? right. You're either born it, with it right. or you're not. It seemed to me like the force, I mean, the force seems to be a bloodline type thing, but at the same time, I don't understand why a blood count matters when it's this energy field. Yeah, so well, that's interesting because in the original trilogy, you know, your father was in it, you I have it, my sister has yeah. it, yeah. So there is some implication of blood. But I think at its ideal, I think maybe what you were driving at or getting towards, is, you, or at least what I was thinking, is it's sort of something that if you open your mind to it, then you can access it rather than it's either inside of you or right. it's not. Right, right. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I'm not as hard on it as it seems You know, the general public is. Um to me, it's just you know in the new canon they you know bring up how you know people are force sensitive. So to me, it's like yeah. you know if you have a higher metachlorian count, then you're more force sensitive. Doesn't mean if you're low metachlorians doesn't mean you can't access the force or anything. It's still an energy field. It's still uh, something that you can access. It's just some people are more prone to it than others. It's just the people who aren't have to maybe work a little harder at it. Um, so it is a way of measuring, I guess, force sensitivity. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's not. It doesn't bother me too much, but I can totally see those arguments as well. My thoughts, just more so, aside from those debates, is whether this was really worthy of introducing into the movie at all. And I don't know that we got anything more from this. That we did we learn anything it more? It just helped us to see how strong he was. In the yeah, because they it was off the charts, higher than Yoda. Yeah, okay. they used Yoda as a gauge. Like. Fine, but could we have not gotten that through other ways? You know, right, like through, no. his, yeah. through his actions in the movie, we so definitely could have. It's almost like uh, the sledgehammer to your face. But rather it was kind than of, once he had that, then he was all on board with getting him in the pod race, getting him off the yeah, planet, it, like. It would have been so much cooler to see him like do something right. like it was just like wow, no ordinary person they can do it other than just have this someone in the story tell you, oh, he's high in the force just like right. Yoda, and like, that's where they were going with it anyway. Qui Gon was obviously suspicious, which is why he gave him the like little prick to get his right. blood. So <laughs> why checking not? for infections? Give him a little prick. Sorry, <laughs> uh, well, just I- a little prick. How? <laughs> <laughs> is that an Austin Powers reference? <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is hopefully all of us can exceed the little prick. <clears throat> um, anyway, so but yeah, it, instead of it, having his suspicions, we could have had, yeah, like you said, I mean, I can do something. Like right. he, he pretty much kind of proved it along the way, anyways. So yeah, I, I don't, I'm not mad at Metachlorians per se. It does sort of take the mystery out of the force, which I think was Matt was getting at, right? And I could have just done without it, right? Exactly. Yeah, there's so many other things they could have done with that. Like again, this is the person who's gonna be Darth Vader. We all know that. So have him do something yeah. other than he's good at pod racing. He's good at right. you know spend being... half the movie on a pod, right? Race. Exactly. Which uh, pod racing? So I mean, let's well, obviously we'll talk about that. What's what do you, what are your guys thoughts on? pod racing real quick you just made a great point is that uh we have the difference between what the characters are understanding and they're all not aware of it but yet the audience knows yes this is anakin right yes this is palpatine we know he's the emperor why are we pretending like we don't know what's going maybe for anakin we need to see that journey but 
we how long did they keep up that Palpatine ruse for? Right. I mean, all the way up until um, um, Mace Windu confronts him and right, yeah, and, and, and yeah, they, they make it yeah. seem like the audience isn't supposed to know, almost in a way. You we, know, we know, so yeah. don't insult my intelligence <laughs> right. here. And to say, yeah, you know, it's an, so you don't need yeah. we don't need to be proven that we know he's going to be a great. Powerful I mean, it's person. It- interesting to see you know the other characters' reactions to things like right. finding out and yeah, things, yeah. but. Uh, but uh, yeah, onto pod racing, Matt. What were your thoughts on the pod race? Um, oh, 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 before the pod race, what did you think of the Bill Cosby routine where Jar Jar Binks got his lips in the? And if we're going, that. if you have any other things that yeah, you want yeah, to talk yeah. about before going like two ahead, no, let us know. I'm, we haven't gotten to anything next. I want to talk. Okay, about. What, what, I didn't have pod race written down. <laughs> okay, well, well, what do you want to talk about? Oh, no, no, pod race is good. It was cool. It went drug on a little long, but at that point, what does it matter? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it was. It was. It, <laughs> it was <laughs> I like the sound design in that. Yeah, the sound. Yeah. I liked how every every like vehicle had its own sound. Yeah, Sebulba's was really cool. But at the same time, the whole NASCAR feel. It was just. I felt like we were watching NASCAR radio, Star Wars universe. It was too. Yeah. It was too in our world than Star Wars. Yeah, I also thought that. This is so easy to just sabotage, and you have the the, the Tuscan Raiders yeah. shooting. It's like they were the, they, no well, rules. they were totally in there just as a fanboy thing to right. Oh, Tuscan Raiders, yeah. and, which yeah. I did. What yeah, you I think know. about the announcer with the double head? Oh, that was terrible. It's like <laughs> and Jabba, like Jabba, obviously was fan service too. Oh, like yeah. that was just he thrown in horrible, there. And he but, looked terrible. Yeah, he's bad looking. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean the actual pod race like it's sequence. Exciting. It's it's oh, an yeah. exciting no, sequence. It's exciting. It took forever. It just I mean the whole time. Tatooine part of this movie just is drags, drags on drags. forever. Yeah, I have it's to just agree with insane. that as well. Um, but yeah, the pod racing I thought was again, it's still a fun sequence. It's just yeah, we got could, the fart joke right just before the, the yeah, uh, we talked yeah. about that. <laughs> we talked about the right fart about joke yeah. right before the race. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, that's so, that, oh, so. What is what did you have down that? Well, my next thing was talking movie. about Yoda, which he's gonna we're gonna meet Yoda. Yep. Next. So, do do we not meet Yoda until we don't meet Yoda until after the pod race until they end up back? Man, yeah, that's crazy. Because they go back and talk to him about everything going on because he fights Darth Maul. So we see Darth Maul right after the pod race. Right. Not nice little fight. Yeah, Yeah, with uh, where he just takes out the one lightsaber, just the one. So we don't Uh, know about the double one yet. He comes screaming in because we don't really know. Well, we know who he is, but nobody. That's the first time they've seen him, right? He comes yeah. running in, and then uh, Qui Gon Jinn says, yeah, "Anakin, yes. drop." Because right before that, Darth Maul, you know, says to the Emperor, "I mean, this is where we kind of learn more of the history of the Sith and the Jedi." Yeah. Like he says, "At last, we will really reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we'll have a revenge." So you're like, "Man, what's so?" Yeah, yeah. The Jedi don't know about these bad, no. you know, Force users. CGI in that, by the way, was terrible. Yeah, a little night scene <laughs> on Coruscant. Yeah. Just want to throw <laughs> yeah. that out there. That one, that one was a particularly bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool, cool little sequence with uh, Qui Gon and uh, and Darth Maul uh, yeah. doing the lightsaber, and then yeah, we get back to Coruscant, and yeah, Yoda. So what's, right, so uh, Qui Gon's in front of the uh, Jedi Council, so we see that there is a council with all these different types of species and Jedi's yeah. sitting around. There's another Yoda, right? There's another Yoda. Y- your what's her name? Yordle or something? Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what's the name of it's a girl uh, species? Jo- I don't. Think there is none. There's no we canon know, name. Nobody for knows it. it. Yep. But anyways. So if we talk about 1999 <laughs> release, you get this puppet of Yoda, which is, hey, cool, he's a puppet still, but it looks like this weird, much younger Yoda. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even look like it could have been Yoda. It doesn't look like Yoda could have turned into Yoda 20 <laughs> years later. Yeah. No, yeah, we were just talk- we were talking about this. nothing like him. Right. It's he's- like they messed up. Like, they screwed up the puppet. <laughs> How? I mean, Yoda looked great the way he did before. Yeah. And... Like we were saying before we started, Yoda lived what nine hundred years, so, so he could have looked exactly. They could have used the same puppet. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have mattered at all in that span. You would look identical almost. Yeah, exactly. Could have used the same model. It would have been maybe a little less gray hair, right? So Just then, in some... like the Blu-ray release or whatever, he's CGI, uh-huh. and he looks much better. Right. Um, yeah. They've, they've yeah. The CGI, CGI version is actually. Pretty, pretty good. decent looking. He looks great now. And, yeah. yeah, I thought he looked really good. With, and, but, uh, I mean, I mean, everything, every scene with Yoda, I enjoyed. Yeah, like he, the lines he did with the hate leads to suffer. Or what, my mind went blank. Fear but, is the path yes. of the dark side. So, Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads <laughs> to, to suffering. suffering. 
So this is where I diverge slightly. Um, and uh, if you, I don't know what the order of our releases are, but we did a top five Star Wars minor characters, and uh, and on that list is uh, the top of my list was Qui Gon Jinn. And it's, I got some blowback here, but here's where <laughs> well, he I, kind of yeah he, he kind of tells puts Yoda in his place and says I'm going to take this kid in <laughs> right, and it, we get the taste here of while Yoda is amazing and and the wisest you know of all the Jedi, he's wrong. He's wrong from the beginning and he's wrong throughout the prequel movies of what to do. Qui Gon Jinn has the better idea, I think, is to just sort of like take things as they are and be present in the moment rather than having these being you know. Yoda's like, uh, which we we'll get to later when they find, yeah, when they when they assess Anakin, right? Or that, well, this is it's yeah, this scene, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. where he's like, yeah, where you're, what do you think of your mother? Or you're you're thinking you're dwelling on your mother, like he's some like strange child who right, was just yeah. taken from her. This is a normal human being. You're gonna reject him out of hand because he has fear in his heart. This to me is very wrong. He is the, the complete like wrong assessment of how things should be which gets proven because they all get wiped out and killed if they listen to maybe the Qui-Gon you know perspective he can't even be in the council because he won't follow the rules it's almost like um, I mean they're sort of like a religious body I guess if the the heads of the religious body are incorrect and you're left fighting them and it ends up to all, everyone's demise and you end up sort of being vindicated in the end in a way. I mean, maybe not training him, but it's not as though, you know, maybe it was his fault bringing Anakin there. But we don't necessarily know what would have happened to Anakin otherwise. Would Sidious have found him and trained him on his, before he even be, had a chance to be a Jedi? Could he yeah. have been worse? So I don't know that you could I'm just keep going here. <laughs> I don't know that you could just blame Qui-Gon for that, but, right. but this is where no, I, I mean, start to really like Qui-Gon's like, yeah. perspective on things. Yeah, he takes it into his own hands. Yeah. You know, he's... Uh, he's not just following the rules because they're right. the rules. Right, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do like that aspect of Qui-Gon. Right. And Yoda tries to tell him, you already have a Padawan yeah. in Obi-Wan, and he says... And, no, he's ready. He's right. good. He's yeah. good. Uh, so <laughs> he brings him in. He's I like, am he allows, ready. Yeah. <laughs> he allows him to have two. Yeah. <laughs> I am ready for the test or yeah. trials. Face the trials. Or yeah, face the trials. He ends up well. We'll, yeah. we'll continue on. But he ends up getting it. With, he doesn't have to go through the trial. Yeah. Exactly. Why well, do, do we know what the trials are? We don't. But he oh, doesn't. Okay. I mean, his we master dies, them. and the, yeah. he, he's on the council. And yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah. that's, that's why I love Qui Gon so. No, much, that's great. Mace, Mace Windu, wrong, but Mace, that's great. Uh, it's good to be wrong, but have a, it's good to be wrong, but have a good justification for um, being wrong. <laughs> obviously, uh, Sam Jackson is uh, Mace Windu. He doesn't really do much in this movie. He's almost um, putting no. on that the like the attitude a little too thick on this. Yeah, um, will not, he will not be trained, and he's like doing like the mean eye look. Right, he's too old. Uh, yeah, too old. Wow, here's yeah. this brand new thing. We freaking we saw movies where they trained Luke. He's like 20 years old. All of a sudden, this kid's too old. Wow, that's yeah. well, they learned that he wasn't too old. That's why when Luke's 20, he trains him. Oh, and also Luke was like, so they learned their lesson. There's like two Jedi. Oh, right. le- there's two Jedi left when Luke's around, so they can take what they're, oh, they're going to okay, take what okay. they can get. No choice. I mean, Yoda yeah. does go. He's too old. Too old. <laughs> too old. Yep. <laughs> But like, um, it just seems I don't know. It, the, the rules are strange. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, they don't they don't set a clear uh, path for that. Um, yeah, the, just the logic behind all right. Of it, yeah. um, how how do, how do we end up back on Naboo? And uh, why? Well, the pod race where we win Anakin's freedom takes him away. Yeah, and then they, they have to go. Then oh yeah, they have so to break the tr- the uh, the the blockade. Right, they have to break through the blockade and oh save. sneak attack to bring Amidala. Right. Through and then to raise the uh, the Gungan army to fight. Oh, off the okay. So they're, they're basically occupation. going back to save Naboo. Naboo is, is oh doing. yeah, Naboo has been occupied by the troops, and they're sending messages to try to contact to find them because they really just want to kill the queen. Right. I just watched this, so why wouldn't I know? If they can capture or kill the queen, then they win. Uh, but you know, obviously, we've got Jedi protection and all that. We raise the the Gungan army. It's a pretty not that great battle. Yeah, it's it's, it's really all not. fake. Jar Jar's just bouncing around. Right. <laughs> oh, what do I do? I accidentally yeah. kill people. Jaja, Jaja, jump! Hold the bunga bomba. <laughs> it's like all this weird stuff. It's like it's just yeah, this is where the, yeah, this movie just gets like right. Mashed together and jumbled, and you got Anakin flying around in that spaceship trying to destroy that thing. Stay right here, so he stays right there in the spaceship. Yeah, then it takes off. He goes with R two, and and then we get to the awesome uh, lightsaber scene. 
Yeah, I mean, that's But it keeps bouncing between, good, between Darth yeah. Maul and Jar Jar fighting. I mean, mm-hmm. seriously. Oh, one thing I do want to say, the Naboo ships have a really cool design. Amidala's yeah. okay. ship is freaking but awesome. how in 20-something years later are they that old and <laughs> yeah. they're all shiny? Because the, the Empire, okay, the war, the that's war, what the, the Empire war, did. The war took them down that exactly. far. Yeah, exactly. I, so. I don't buy it. 20 years, man, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, in 20 years I put on 100 pounds, but still. <laughs> oh, hey uh, so yeah, I mean, oh yeah, we're basically <laughs> we need a video for that when I was shaking, uh, shaking my belly, shaking the belly, shaking the belly, shaking the belly. And then, so yeah, I mean, obviously before the Darth Maul stuff, we get the Senate stuff. Yeah, we really need to the talk very about this exciting Senate yeah. stuff. Yeah. They're on these like uh, this is George pods, Lucas's pods. version of he really wants you to know about the politics. This is the question that's been weighing on our minds for how long? Twenty two years. Yeah, Twenty two years. The Galactic we have Senate. To know the integral. How does the politics work, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's a democracy, yeah. you know? We got to know that, that the galaxy is a part of a democracy. I don't care who Vader is. I want to know the specific, you know, steps that which the emperor became the emperor through a series of yep. votes, right? And one of those is voting no confidence on Chancellor Valorum, right? Yes. I vote of no confidence for Chancellor Valorum. Queen Amidala <laughs> comes up with Palpatine next to her and starts... Saying that she's not going to, what, not follow the blockade? And yeah. Right. Then just says, well, you know what? On a committee. <laughs> you know what? Committee. <laughs> I have no confidence. Yeah. And then they all have the vote. Like, and they all go, yay! And E.T. and yep. the Wookiees go, yeah. Which E.T.s are, the species is called Grebleeps. Nice. Which so, is Spielberg backwards. Beautiful. E-T- so they have a oh, uh, planet, uh, oh. they live in the Star Wars universe. Apparently, a nice nod to the fans. Well, yeah, because Spielberg used uh, Lucas, or he used Spielberg used Yoda in ET uh-huh. as like the kid dressed up as Yoda in, yeah, in yeah. Halloween. So then Lucas paid him back a by saying, "Yeah, well, maybe you haven't heard about exactly. it." Exactly, Ben's favorite of all time. Yep, ET, e. the extraterrestrial. Don't know. Um, yeah, you'll find out. Uh, so well, yeah, yeah, I mean we'll the, the the Senate stuff. You know, they basically vote out Chancellor Valorum and put you know Palpatine in his yeah, place. Let's put this Palpatine. Guy Just from Naboo, as he had planned. Yeah, you know, it's, you know. Wow, so coincidental! Yeah. Wow, it's all well, look at that! Wow, <laughs> everything just falls right in his lap. The Man, wise, what do you know? The wise Jedi just do, yep. never notice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, then we get yeah, okay, well, as we said, then you know they get to Naboo, and then Anakin flies off, and then yeah, there's back and forth there's scenes between the battle on yeah. on the ground. On the ground, which, which is just not that interesting. They, yeah, they have those things where the shield goes up over those huge. And that animals. was kind of cool. Those yeah. like electric balls. At yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I have to say, I don't, I don't really mind that. Yeah, the, that's uh, kind of like Black CGI's Panther. CGI is bad these days. Yeah, like with the yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Wakanda was inspired by uh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, the CGI. Yeah, it does definitely. It doesn't, doesn't hold, hold up. up. Yeah, back in 1999, it was amazing. Right, but still, like it's like. It's like the lighting is it's not too good cartoon. Too, right? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like I'm watching a cartoon, right. which is fine if I'm watching a cartoon, but I'm watching freaking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like movies have learned their lesson on that. When it's maybe things aren't so good, they just make it darker. Right. <laughs> yeah, know? I think that is definitely play a trick. The yeah, they make that's it. Why, s- that's why Solo is dark the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's, that's actually true. That's what I was saying. That's we were talking off air. I think about it looking a little bit low budget. That's <laughs> part of it. Yeah, they, they were just darken the thing to death. <laughs> yeah, whereas Phantom Menace is just so bright outside, it's ridiculous that so you can well, see it was probably every. One of the first movies that was like 99% yeah. CGI with live actors. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's they, true, yeah. But yeah, you can, it just makes it so you can see every every tiny tiny little flaw. And uh, so, as that's going on, as they're trying to escort uh, Padme to the throne room, they come across Darth Maul. Is that roughly what happens? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then we see Jedi do crazy jumps, which we've never seen before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jumping stories up <laughs> the building. Yeah. That's where the movie, as you said earlier, Matt, about the lightsaber stuff, it's just this sort of expansion of the universe is a nice welcome change, right? The, the, I agree. Those extra powers of right. the force. Uh, we saw. Have we seen? We've seen pulling, but we've seen pushing too, right? Uh, in the old, old I trilogy. Know, I don't no, know. If I don't know. Not to no, this level, seen, though, right? I mean, we, we haven't really seen, seen much. Of, we just seen picking things Because Vader up. was throwing stuff around um, in uh, yeah, Empire I guess, Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah, in Empire Strikes Back, yeah, yeah. You see but a not bit where, of it. as like a, a like a, as an offensive move, where you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting there. Yeah, the long jumps. And then we get to the 
closing doors, which I, I always never understood. Don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, where <laughs> like they're the, trying to, yeah. The, the force field doors yeah. or whatever they are. Just do, 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 do. Yeah, and like what? they're what? stuck in between and looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> what Please actual them. What actual purpose, yeah, would that serve? It was just because they had more Gungan fights they needed to slow <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Down yeah, so I mean, that's what really yeah, but, takes you away from the scene. it was still is, a great fight scene. No, definitely, but it takes you away when they have to go back to the Gungans and then back to Anakin yeah. in space. Right. But I'll about, try spinning. That's a good move. How about Qui Gon though, just like chilling and meditating? Oh, I, I love that. that was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, when he's just kneeling and just kind of like, closing his eyes. Uh, and, yeah, and uh, uh, what's his name? You Darth Maul is, yeah. is just like steaming. Yeah, he's just you pacing can, back and forth, and you yeah. can see the difference between the Sith and the Jedi. Right. Everything you need to know about them too is right in that interaction. Right, you know, definitely. Wait, what, what do you do with your time? Uh, and then they both get in the same room together with the dual lightsaber. Yep. Dual lightsaber, and then yeah, I, I like the buildup of this scene too, with uh, Obi Wan just kind of watching. Yeah. They keep like flashing to Obi Wan, and the back to the fight, and you kind of know, uh oh, music is good. Yep, choreographed really well. I like that set too. I don't know what that. It's like a reactor. There's always a reactor, right? Or whatever that <laughs> thing is. Qui Gon gets killed. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, he gets mortally wounded. He's not killed yet, but he's laying there. Yeah, he's laying basically there. Basically dead. So yeah. Obi Wan is like, no, I mean, he's, he's left behind. trapped. Yeah, behind he's that still thing, trapped. Yeah. Well, so he comes running in yeah. balls of blazing. Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I mean, that is that is cool that they had those doors there, you know, because it definitely builds up the tension and builds up the drama. Yeah, um, I love how they're flashing back at Obi Wan because you know something's going to happen, and then yeah, he does off. Uh, he does stab uh, Qui Gon, um, and then they battle for a bit. Yeah, and uh, Obi Wan is left like hanging there. Now I'm slightly confused here, so. We get a light. Darth Maul kicks off a lightsaber. Was it Qui Gon's lightsaber? No, it was uh, Obi Wan's. But then his, doesn't he slice him in half with his own lightsaber? No, he sliced him in half with uh, Qui Gon's. I thought it was a blue one that he. Oh, oh, with Qui Gon's. Oh, yeah, Qui Gon's. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so mind. he does the green one. Um, and he somehow we know that Darth Maul survives that. I mean, that's yeah, but that's, that's pushing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> cartoons and stuff. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's and in the movie. movie. I know, but I didn't know we were talking about that. But yeah, well, is it He's possible saying, to survive that? It cauterized him. I mean, it's a laser. It's, okay, but it is Star Wars. Some, he yeah. fell, but we don't know. But he fell into he a no garbage pile. His, he and no they, longer has a garbage pile. He did, There's and they saved peels and they, they saved him and put, built a, he built himself a legs like and a some spider. mattresses. Oh god! But he did, no longer has his poop hole and his you know pee pee. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's no way someone survives that, it. right? I'm just, I'm just I mean, saying it's not possible. It doesn't matter. He's in any a Sith. universe, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess when you're a Sith, you, you don't need do to poop. anything. No. You don't need to poop and pee. But it's a pretty know? sweet uh, way to get rid of this guy for what we thought was the end of Darth Maul. Right? Yeah. It was, exactly. kind of, but at the same time, I was kind of disappointed. It was well, so I just, fast. I love when, yeah, when Obi Wan's like getting pumped up to like run at him, and yeah, then, like yeah. that whole scene is just great. Um, yeah, slices, slices him in half, and I went, He was dangling there for a while though, because they kept flashing back to the Gungans and the Anakin stuff. Like, oh, no, right, like why didn't he just like step on his feet? And right. fall or <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I or mean, step on his hands. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, so yeah, and then he gets to Ob- uh, Qui Gon, and Qui Gon's. You must train the boy. So yeah. we're left. Yeah, I mean, he's got no choice here. He's got it's his dying he's, wish. Yep. Train the boy, and then uh, we flash over to Anakin, and he magically blows up this miniature-looking little Death Star thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you they think about it, found their the way. Tra- right. Yeah. The Trade Federation has this round ball with yeah. this right in the hangar, right? right? <laughs> yeah, the most flies, vulnerable right, thing right. in your ship, and you're just going to leave it where everybody's flying in at, you know, all these... Put it right in the center here. <laughs> yeah. No one will think to come Blows here. it up. Next thing you know, all the droids are dead. Oh, then we, oh we also get uh, the trade for... That's impossible. <laughs> There's no one... Our shields are too strong for them to penetrate or something <laughs> they like cannot, that. But I want to know, how, how many movies are actually the mothership in, where they blow up the mothership and then all Everybody's the other... Dead. Yeah. They even did that in Avengers, when they blew yeah. up, uh, uh, you know... The thing in the sky and the, all the things on Earth then disabled. It shuts down. They do it in Independence Day. Uh, would destroy the mothership so the shields go down. You know, it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. Really just, it's a thing. It's a cheap trick yep. for action movies. I do. So this this movie does have a good climax. You know, with the whole Darth Maul stuff, and then even you know the oh, the Qui Gon funeral. You yep. know, the That's music. Nice, the and then yeah. the music is great. Yoda tells Obi Wan he can take Anakin as his Padawan, but also. Yoda tells him that his master has found a way. What is it? He says something about it. He found a way to 
Live Again or something, no, something that, along those lines. That's in that movie, isn't no, it? That no, that's in later. Revenge of the Sith at the no. end of that movie. Yeah, he I, says. Yeah. And yeah. Revenge of the Sith, he yeah, tells we have him? To wait yeah. for that. Oh, okay. You're way off. I'm off by <laughs> two movies. Well, that was yeah. a nice conversation. Um, that the, with Obi-Wan is pretty... He's standing up to Yoda here, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Because everyone always is, you know, you don't want to defy Yoda, right? Because you have so much... Yoda's grumpy again. You and know? Qui-Gon, or I'm sorry, uh, Obi-Wan is not going to back down on this. Right. He's made a promise to... You know, his dying uh, master. And I guess, you know, just to pimp Qui-Gon a little bit more, if he's the greatest Jedi, he's the only one that actually learned how to, how to like, preserve his life force, you know, or preserve himself through the force. So that's just another thing there. Right. He's yeah. the only one that actually was able to do that and teach everyone else. So in a sense, he was like, he became the master. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, in, a, way, in he, a weird way. He taught Yoda in a way. Yeah. After death. Uh, so yeah, that's a good Very call. interesting character because he, like you said, Ben, uh, I think at one point, or maybe it was in the last episode, that he brought Anakin up. So, but he's also the one that, you know, he was... <laughs> It's a really interesting character. I mean, he 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 was he was defiant to the council, a, a council that was totally wrong about almost everything, and then uh, in, through that he ends up being the guy who can like be able to communicate and cross right. that that bridge, which no one believed was possible. And Luke, Luke mentions that in Last Jedi about how the Jedi allowed Palpatine to rise up and yep. become the yeah. Emperor and everything. So he basically says, yeah, they screwed up. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts in Last Jedi right. when he was mentioning all of that. I was like, man, that's awesome. Um, Yoda finally, I guess they learned their lesson. Uh, well, they all learned their lesson. It's cool. Yeah. There's a book called uh, From a Certain Point of View that came out, which is canon, which I know you've read I've some read of it. that. Um, yeah. It's uh, basically background stuff from A New Hope, like just like background characters, their like passages, like okay. their stories. Um, it's pretty interesting, and one of them is when Luke goes off to find, you know, that Amperu and Uncle Owen. Like, oh, that'll lead him back home when he left, uh-huh. and Obi Wan's helping the droids clean up the Jawas. Uh, Qui Gon appears to him there, and really? they have like a conversation. Like it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it, um, I guess but the Qui Gon stuff really does inform Obi Wan in a lot of ways, right? The, right. I guess the certain point of view comment. It sounds really stupid, but maybe there yeah. there is more to it. Yeah, because interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, and even there's each story is a chapter so i'm going to send you that chapter to read because i think you'll really enjoy it um but i also love the the qui-gon funeral scene like that music and yeah. stuff and then you have the uh, conversation between yoda and mace windu mace, how, yeah. and then we learned about the rule of two how you know there's only two sith no more no less what do you think about that just as a general so who do we kill the master or their apprentice? yeah i like that that was cool <laughs> but do you like do you like the rule of two and in introducing that in this movie uh yeah uh, i do Okay. Yeah. Good um, problem with it. I kind of don't like it. I kind of yeah. I feel like you've you've automatically limited yourself to going forward if you're going to make more movies. And I, I almost would like the idea of like uh, I don't know Knights of the Old Republic or yeah. something where I mean, you have like twenty Sith, right? Yeah, or something like that. Or they're like they're yeah. I mean, I would love them to go back in time and do that kind of stuff. So I think that's kind of cool. You got to show the appeal to the dark side beyond I'm just angry. You know. I think that's could be one of these uh new tv shows that are going to be on like the disney streaming okay because who wants to be john favreau's yeah i got a feeling that there's going to be knights of the republic stuff brought back because they they, it seems like a lot of the legend stuff is getting thrown into these newer movies a little bit a little bit here and there i hope so because again like who wants to just be the bad guy oh that's what it was i was telling ben earlier that i there was something i wanted to talk about that i couldn't remember and it was the fact that most fanboys know that Chewbacca had a life debt with Han Solo, yeah. and that's why they were together. Well, Boss Nass tells him, uh, tells Jar Jar, you have a life debt with these guys? Because they saved him. And I just thought that was kind of interesting that the yeah, life debt was mentioned in yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah and yeah, Qui-Gon says it in a way where, like, I guess he just brushed up quickly on their culture or something. Yeah. Cause or maybe that's just like a thing yeah, in the galaxy. It, right, right, yeah. Is that like that, in that universe maybe that everyone's... something in the galaxy. That's something that you, you can You save just... someone, they're in debt to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That, yeah. So I, that, that was that was a point that I forgot about that... Yeah. That's a great point. So maybe yeah, like, so that's like... Maybe like Phantom Menace a little more. Yeah, that's... So in a universal sense. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I gotta say, this time watching Phantom Menace, I didn't cringe as much as I usually do for some reason. I don't know why. I think because um, I felt like since we were going to talk about it, I had to be a little nicer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But there's, I think there's half of a great movie here. 
and then half of a terrible movie. Right. Yeah. And they're all jumbled together. Right. It's like you take a like take a nice bit of like filet mignon, and then you take a nice another bite of like just a, a crunchy bone or something. That right. you know, it's like then you have to like alternate. That's what this movie feels like. It's yeah. like good and bad, good and bad. Because I mean, if you take out Jar Jar, that alone would vastly increase you know the quality of this movie i agree i mean i mean stuff stuff it's like easy it's easy stuff yeah, they can right. still get to the that gungan sucks. world or whatever yeah and right stuff like, exactly it maybe not even gungans but yeah there's some kind of or they could just change his voice yeah like change something about him there's so you know? much easy stuff that could have just been trimmed you know just with a basic level of a studio head saying no, this is terrible, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, maybe maybe you'll get your billion dollar movie, but in the end, you know, you're not gonna you're gonna have something that you're gonna be proud of forever, and that's not the case here. And it's, it's to his own admission, and it ruined those two actors, right. as we yeah. mentioned. <laughs> George Lucas never, you know, he finished he, actually as he went through the trilogy. I think he started learning his lessons, but it's too late. Right. Uh, and those movies, I think, sort of, I don't know if. Attack of the Clones, I don't think is better than Phantom Menace, but I think by the time you get to uh, episode three, that's a good movie. I think. Oh, yeah. right. Revenge of the Sith was definitely yeah, I enjoyed good. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and uh, the, the the characters are matured, and maybe he changed what he was doing a little bit, but he is not a he's not the director. But you know, <laughs> yeah, that's over with now. I mean, that's a fight we don't have to have anymore. And then we have a famous Star Wars celebration scene where they yeah. <laughs> they're holding that orb thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind it. Yeah. That was kind of like the end yeah, of the it was new whatever. Hope where they all got their yeah. medals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, that's that's basically the movie, and that's a new hope. I'm I mean, glad we did this one because yeah. um, we we toyed with doing a new hope, and then I actually I it really on me I vetoed I vetoed a new hope not because I don't love a new hope, but I kind of felt like there's nothing really new to say about that movie. It's been said to death, and uh, I don't know that really we're going to present any new insight to it. So a lot of right. people like they avoid the prequels. And I don't think many shows are doing The Phantom Menace. Right. So it's good to kind of weigh the good and the bad because we, lo- we all love Star Wars right. so much. So it's good to, to deal with it, I think, is like we want to put it out of our minds and pretend that it didn't happen. But no, this is actually a movie. You know, like I <laughs> yeah. said in the beginning, this is the one that started it all. It's good not to just be like everybody else, you know? Talk about the movies no one else wants to talk about. Yeah. Maybe that should be our motto. We talk about the films no one no else one. will talk about. Right, just like the yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, that's us. <laughs> uh, but, so, um, uh, yeah, any, any other things you guys want to cover? You want to go into I a mean, rating? No, I love Darth Maul. I hate Jar Jar. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I mean, well, let's just go into the rating. Uh, I give this thing, I mean, it's just... I feel like we were easy on this movie, actually. You know, I don't think we talked as bad about it as my ratings gonna say. But I gave this film uh, one and a half stars out of five, Whoa. and two and a half buckets of popcorn. It's just uh, for me. It's just uh, again the Jar Jar stuff, the boring Trade Federation stuff, the length of certain scenes. Yeah. Just it just too silly too slapsticky a lot of times and cringe a lot of cringe in this movie too much cringe for my tolerances for sure i'm a little higher on stars i'm gonna go two and a half stars and two and a half buckets of popcorn and balance it as just a mediocre movie all around yeah um as a star wars fan it gets bumped up a little bit higher but other than that this isn't a completely mediocre film it's got good parts and terrible parts and some and just it goes it oscillates between the two so. yeah what do you got matt i'm at two and a half stars and three buckets of popcorn oh. to me it's uh yeah it's it's not very good it's my least it's not my least favorite star wars movie attack of clones is but i think i'm with you um, on that two and a half stars because Usually I'm much higher in stars, so anything Star Wars gets a little bump. So if this wasn't a Star Wars movie, it's probably <laughs> yeah. like you, 1.5 or something I know, like I that. feel like I do. I, yeah. I, I, I'd probably... And the three buckets is because it was... And there's enough entertaining parts of it. Yeah, yeah, um, I can see that. It's just I'd probably knock a half star off of my, my star rating. You're, you're yeah. a one and a half, so you, if you did, you'd be down to one star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I didn't you know look at it like you guys did with Star, because I, I mean, obviously I'm a huge... Star Wars guy too, but yeah, I don't know. My my final thoughts are why George Lucas, but <laughs> thank you for Qui Gon Jinn because I yeah. love that character so much. Yeah, again, there's there's, there's elements a background story yeah. in that it was added that made it enjoyable. But yeah. it gives you a, a background to to the Emperor that I to 
in a strange direction. Yeah, I, I wish his background. He's not, was yeah, he's not as little, dark. he didn't seem as dark. Yeah, exactly. No, he didn't. And yeah. then it, 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 he almost seems because you know where it's going is this guy's just a little bit too lucky here or something, right? Cause, yeah, I guess that's kind of how your 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 point about how you know Sith like show us you know they what don't exactly wanna, is he doing? Yeah, here? yeah. What what is his actual motivation? Yeah, you're Sith. You're you automatically bad. We we get that part, but give us a little more depth to that. Why? Like, why yeah. are you? Bad? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what what is your actual reasoning other than unlimited power? Right. You because know, it becomes like um like something we talked about with war movies, like when you have Nazis in the movie. Well, they're bad. Why? Because they're Nazis. Why are they bad? Because they're Nazis. It's like because they're Sith. It right. becomes the same thing. I'm looking for a little more depth here. Right. Maybe you know you, you get need... a little bit more in Revenge of the Sith with the whole yeah. stories, but with Plague even but still, still, but it's like yeah. why was he bad? Right, yeah. Yeah, and do yeah. Well, I mean he was Anakin was, you know, not the the brightest bulb. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean Is it's... it possible to learn this power? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not from a Jedi. <laughs> Jedi yeah. But we but, love Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still fun to like. Movie. I I like enjoy having it on in the background. Like, it's just it's, yeah, totally. it's Star Wars. You know, and that last that you know that lightsaber battle between Maul and uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan was a, it's one of the best battles there is in I, all of Star I, Wars. I guess that I should have said this in the you know top five episode. I mean, that's Darth Maul. He's facing two Jedi at the same mm-hmm. time. Like it's it's two on one, and he still holds his own. Highly formidable. Yeah, yeah. good stuff there. So, good stuff. All right, folks. Well, that's Phantom Menace. Any Absolutely. final thoughts, Matt? No, but thanks for having me. It's yes. awesome. Yeah, definitely, time, definitely. Next Great. time you're in town, you are booked. Yep, booked. Let's do Indiana Jones <laughs> Indiana next Indiana Jones yep. in December. Hey, you can always Skype us, too, even That's if you're true. not, you know. I have a Skype. Yeah, anytime you want to come on. Yeah, for sure. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at BlockbusterCast, where you can contact us and tell us what you thought about these movies. And uh, we love having conversations uh, with you guys about movies, so don't stop that and uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes uh, give us different uh, give us reviews everything like that or whatever podcast platform you are a fan of uh, I am at blockbuster cast or I'm no that's our show Dave it is. Uh, I am at BC court on Twitter Dave where are you at Dave underscore quist and uh, yeah just uh, where's Matt 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 Secord. oh there you go there you go all Give right. You do, buddy. All right. Well, it's been a joy, my friends, as always, and my brother. My friends and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. And, uh, Dave. Yeah. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the moment. <laughs>